What do you get when you cross chemistry, memory, sensuality, individuality, and fashionability? A beautiful alchemy. The Fragrance Files. Hello everyone. Welcome back to the Fashionability Channel. This is Laura, and today I'm bringing you something a little different. Recently, I hosted an online chat with a mixed group of ladies and gentlemen, all of whom have a passion for fashion. These fashionistas also have one or more disabilities, and they all brought to the table an interesting mix of viewpoints on fashion and style. I titled the panel Saturday Night Style because our first get-together was on a Saturday night, and we agreed to continue the conversation over subsequent Saturdays. This first conversation seemed to pertain mostly to fragrance. So please join us for this ongoing series called Saturday Night Style, even if it's just a Wednesday morning. Greetings, everyone. Thank you for joining us this afternoon slash evening, depending on where you are in the world. My name is Laura. I am going to be acting as MC in a manner of speaking, although this is really just going to be a casual chat. It's not so much an interview as it is just a discussion about all things fashion and style. And I brought a bunch of friends with me to help out. So ladies first, I'd like to introduce you to Jessica Evans. Jessica is from the US and she's very knowledgeable about fine fragrances and she's going to help us choose a fragrance if you're shopping for one specifically for summer or if there's a certain note or a type of fragrance you're interested in, she is the one to ask. We have Hi. a few gentlemen. Thank you, Jessica. We have a few gentlemen in the room. We have my friend, Juwanza May, who is an expert on menswear, career wear, fashion brands, where to shop, how to shop to get the best deals, how to put yourself together, especially for work. Juwanza has a job that has, well, pre-pandemic pre anyway, uh, required that he dress for work and he knows everything there is to know about menswear. So welcome, Juwanza. Thank you for having me. And Luke Sam Soden is a fashion and lifestyle blogger. He hails from the UK and Luke, is an expert on topics such as men's grooming. I just saw a recent Instagram post on beard oil. He loves bath and body products. He reviews Yankee candles and other skincare and lifestyle luxury items. So Luke, welcome to Saturday Night Thank Style. You. Yep, we're glad to have you. And then finally, Brent Harbolt. Brent is the other gentleman on our panel, and Brent has an announcement that he's going to be making tonight regarding something new that he's rolling out. Brent is an entrepreneur and has a tech gadget, small electronics and lifestyle brands company. And you've probably heard him if you've listened to any of the recent convention information if you were part of either of the national conventions Brent was exhibiting at both of them and so you probably have heard Brent quite a lot recently and he's going to talk a bit about men's fragrances this evening 
And I am just Laura. I am the co-founder of the Fashionability Podcast. We are referred to as your guide to accessible style. We talk about fashion and beauty, apparel, accessories, jewelry, fitness and wellness, and all things pertaining to general fashion and style information. My co-founder is Emily Davison of the UK. She's also a fashion blogger, and I invited her to be with us tonight, but unfortunately she has another obligation, so she wasn't able to make it. But the Fashionability Podcast has been around for about five years now, actually almost six as of this September. So I invite all of you to follow the Fashionability channel. We're on Twitter at Inclusive Style, and we are on the web at fashionabilitychannel.com, and you can find the Fashionability channel on iTunes, so please subscribe. And I just love all things fashion myself, and so I'm just kind of here to keep the conversation moving along. So that's the introduction, and I want to thank my guests for joining me this evening, and thanks to everyone who's listening. So I guess I'll just start things off by opening it up to some general chat about what is it about fashion and style to each of you? I'll just pose the same question. That is a passion for you. For example, Jessica, when did you find yourself passionate about fragrance and how do you learn about it? And as um, a woman who um, is knowledgeable about fragrance, how do you shop for fragrances and where do you shop and where are some of the best places to go and save money and tell us a little bit about your passion for fragrance. Okay, sure. So um, I've always had a passion for fragrances. I think I, I've inherited it from my grandmother who also had a passion for fragrances. So I have to give her credit for that. Um, and also um, it's just something I've always kind of grown up with and it, it's sort of, been also like music for me because there's different notes and different themes and different I don't know melodies and fragrance and you know it's it's composed of different things and so I've just kind of always had a um, um, a passion or a I guess an, a mild obsession with fragrances ever since I can remember. I have never heard anyone describe fragrance as analogous to music. That is a right. really lovely comparison. That's really pretty. I mean, a beautiful comparison. With, I never thought about that with the, the notes and the undertones and the motifs and the various elements of fragrance. That is just um, a really lovely way to think about fragrance because that's the way it actually interacts with your skin. It does. It's, it's really about the notes. For example, if, I mean, I'm, I'm wearing a fragrance right now. It's called Tresor in Love and it's by Lancome. And it's a very, um, fun scent. It's, it's composed of rose and it's really interesting because I picked this scent because um, I was actually at a Sephora. You asked me where I shop and where we are. We have a really tiny Sephora. Um, but and I'll go there and I will smell different fragrances and I will look for the one that I like but I will look for ones that I think other people would like as well and I will pick something based on their personality. I've actually done this for people. And I really enjoyed it. Um, so for me, it's about this one. Is, it's just fun. And it kind of reminds me of a fun, um, like a fun Mozart piece or a fun, you know, like the, the darker, a darker fragrance would, might remind you of a symphony or some, some a heavy piece. Hmm. 
Interesting. Mm, I'm going to have to keep that in mind. I like that comparison a lot. Well, thanks, Jessica. Next up, I'd like for Luke to tell us a little bit about your background and how you got interested in fashion blogging and where fashion and your interest in fashion sort of takes you and what has inspired you to start your blog and a little bit more about your interest in general. Uh, well, I, I kind of guess I got started by um, a skin problem I had, which it was just um, a lot of blemishes at the time. And I thought, I'll have a look on the internet, you know, as you do thinking there must be someone else that has some information and I kind of just stumbled into it really. I mean I like discovering new things, um, scents as well as everyone else um, and yeah it was just something I kind of stumbled into really. You've been blogging for quite a while now. I mean I've been following you on Twitter forever. How long has your <laughs> blog been around? Uh, I think in October it's six years I had wow. another blog that I didn't really keep up with for about two or three years before that so mm -hmm. it's been a while. Well you're really prolific I admire that because it takes so much discipline to keep up with a blog on a regular basis I know because mine is so intermittent nobody knows when to expect a piece out of me so I really admire the way that you've maintained and managed your blog over the years and you're also on Instagram quite a bit aren't you? Yeah yeah. Tell people what it, your it, Instagram it, feed is. It's a, kind of a mix of everything. If I like something, it usually goes on my Instagram, um, what I'm eating, where I've been, things that I'm trying, just kind of a mishmash of everything, really. Yeah, you're one of those people that takes pictures of your food. <laughs> 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 yeah, we got to know what you're eating every night. You take pictures of your plate <laughs> and describe it in detail. I've read your Instagram food posts, so yeah. That's pretty great, Luke. Okay, so, but tell everyone what your uh, social media URLs and et cetera are so they can just follow you right now. Uh, everything is the same. So it's um, Luke Sam's Southern Southwell. So it's L U K E S A M for Michael S O W D E N for November. So that's my all accent of kind your... of confuses M's and N's. <laughs> so your Instagram is Luke Sam Soden. Your Facebook is Luke Sam Soden. Your Twitter is Luke Sam Soden. Yeah, everything's okay. the same. Okay, great. Well, next it's easy up... for me to remember the login. Yeah, well, that's true. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> next up, I want to introduce Juwanza May. Juwanza is a friend of mine. He hails from Indiana. And Juwanta, would you tell us a no, little no, bit No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not well, from Indiana. I live in Indiana. I'm, I'm sorry. Okay. <laughs> I'm, so, I'm sorry. He's currently residing in Indianapolis. Thank you. Because <laughs> he hails from the great state of New York. I apologize. No, 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 no. The great city of the great city of New York. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> oh my no. God. Oh, I insulted you already. Oh no. I apologize. It's okay. Great it's state okay. and I'm a, city I'm, I'm of a New, York. I'm a New York snob. Okay. Oh well, it's good to know. I won't make that mistake again. <laughs> All right. Tell yeah, everybody a little bit about you. Okay. Um, my name is Joanza May. I was born and raised in New York City, and I have always had a, fashion, a passion for fashion. One, because New York City is one of the fashion capitals of the world. That's one reason. A second reason is my father is from Jamaica. And if you know anything about Jamaicans, Jamaicans never go out without dressing to the nines and everything. I mean, even Jamaica, with its 
85 degrees out, they'll go out with fur coats on, leather jackets on. So I was exposed to fashion from a very young age and was taught my father to always to look good and for good quality clothing and everything. So my thing is I like high quality clothing, but I'm frugal. I don't, I don't believe in paying full price for anything. Occasionally I do, but for the most part, I don't like paying full price for anything. I like getting on a discount, um, a coupon code, something like that. And that's my passion is finding good quality clothes for a good price. Well, I'm going to ask you more about that later because we all want to save money, especially now. And I know that you've probably been single-handedly responsible for keeping Nordstrom's afloat during the <laughs> pandemic. <laughs> yes, and this, yes this, I, I have, and I have to stop shopping because I'm not going back to work in person probably until next spring. So all the clothes I'm buying, they're just sitting wow. in my closet, just looking pretty. So I have to stop wow. shopping so much. Yeah because everyone's going to have to work from home. Wow. That's Correct. just that's just depressing to even think about that nobody gets to go. I know, it, it really sad. So every few days I go in my walk-in closet and just touch my dress shirts, touch my suits. <laughs> I remember when <sighs> I remember but, when I got to wear this gorgeous garment. Yes. Exactly. So not anymore. Now I just wear sweatpants and t-shirts. <laughs> I haven't, haven't gone anywhere since March 16th. So Hopefully, I'll be back in my nice clothes soon. Yeah. Yeah. To all of us, we wish, we wish, we wish. All right. And finally, my co host for the evening is Brent Harbolt. Brent, I'm just going to let you take it away because I have been teasing you about this and teasing the audience all week about your big announcement. Do, 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 do. Yes. And uh, so it's, it's time to tell everybody what you've got going on. Right. Um, so, yeah, my name is Brent Harbolt, and I am the owner-operator of the Harbolt Company. I, too, like Jessica, am into fragrances. Mine's men's fragrances, not women's. Um, you would hope, right? So, I kind of like Jessica. I've been wearing stuff ever since I was, you know, back in grade school, but I really got big into this and it's, you're going to laugh six, seven months ago. Um, I'm kind of one of these people that once they get into something, they get into it really, really big, like a hundred percent. And so since I've gotten into it, I've probably watched over a thousand YouTube videos about fragrances and, and uh, you know, been parts of tons of Facebook groups, met lots of people. And I would say my collection is probably close to a hundred bottles already. Wow. Um, and so, yeah, so I get into things pretty big and I don't, I guess I'm not quite into it. Like as far as like, I have to know the notes about everything and so forth. I'm not, you know, like some people do the wine, they have to mm -hmm. know every little thing in wine and stuff like that. To me, I kind of just, you know, I like what I like and, and I don't necessarily care what notes are in it or whatever. And I just, it's yeah so um but i mean i think there's you know everybody's different in that aspect uh, so anyway i wanted to do something because i've kind of been getting into facebook groups with fragrances and it's been a little frustrating because um a lot of the facebook groups they're not real catered to, to blind people and i don't know there's just a lot of crap that goes on with 
you know, with that as far as trying to sell to people and, and trying to buy from people and so forth. So I kind of just decided I would start a, my own fragrance website. And this is not to compete with all those other places out there that sell current fragrances, but my website will, it's uh, unfortunately now just for women, uh, for men, women, I'm sorry. I just, I don't have the time nor money or, you know, thought process to be able to know about men's and women's. Uh, but it is going to be kind of focused on more of your discontinued vintage and harder to find fragrances. Um, now, I'm not saying we don't have anything on there that's like, you know, lesser expensive or current because I do have a few on there so far that are, you know, some of your more current fragrances, but we're not going to sell like your $5, $10 fragrances and it's going to be focused on a little bit of the more higher end stuff. And so it's actually up now. It It's in the fragrance community. A lot of people call fragrances frags. I, you know, they call them frag heads and kind of like sneaker heads and stuff like that. So the website, it's real easy. It's kind of catchy. It's called snag a frag. So snagafrag.com, just easy peasy, easy to spell, easy to remember. And the cool thing, what I've done with it is I have pictures left to go. I've, I've got probably about 30 or so fragrances up there now. There's, I still have to get pictures up there. And, but right now there's descriptions of the different fragrances, what notes are in them. So, you know, Jessica, there you go. You got all the notes right there. And, <laughs> Thank you. Um, and also what I've done is I have linked a YouTube review to each fragrance. So it's different reviewers. There's some on there uh, from the UK. There's, uh, of course, several on there from the US. There's a gentleman on there from India. And so each fragrance, you can actually click on the link and listen or watch the YouTube review of that particular fragrance. And so better than me try to do it because I'm just not quite to that level yet of being able to say, oh yeah, I smell juniper berries and I smell, you know, bergamot <laughs> and I smell, yeah, whatever. I like, I can't, you know, I'm not, not to that level. I don't know if I'll ever be to that level or cardamom, you know. Um, <laughs> so let these guys do it. They do a great job and it gives them free, you know, views on their YouTube channels and it's all YouTube reviewers that I personally watch. So pretty excited about it. We actually can start taking orders um, today. So, um, you know, I, I think what's cool about fragrances and, and I'm sure Jessica will agree that being visually impaired, you can be in a hobby like fragrances and it's not something you have to see to be able to appreciate. Yeah, I agree. And so it's something that I know a lot of people in the fragrance community are real big on compliments, compliments, compliments. You know, I don't wear or collect fragrances to get compliments. Yeah, that's great if you get one, but I do it for myself. Um, and it's just something that even though I work from home, I still put on a fragrance every day. So hmm. it's something I can appreciate. 
and um, and yeah, so it's uh, kind of kind of excited about it. I'm a little nervous about it. I don't know how it's going to go over, but you know, I kind of didn't know how the Harbaugh company was going to go over, and six years later, we're still going strong. So um, the cool thing, kind of a twist to the website is that we have a couple different things that we're offering. Not only am I going to be selling stuff, but um, I'm offering a find a frag or find a fragrance service that if you're looking for something specific, you can request it and I can go out there. If you tell me what price you're willing to pay for it and I go out there, try to find it and um, get it to you that way. And then the other thing we're doing is if you have a, a you know a valuable fragrance that you want to auction off yes there's always ebay but i know a lot of us don't really like to deal with ebay so we will actually and this of course will come when we build up our newsletter list so we will let you auction it off on our website and we will only take eight percent which is less than what ebay takes um and if you want us to do a live zoom auction we can do that for a little bit more. And if not, we can just do a digital auction on the website. So um, we have a newsletter list that you can sign up for. And just like the Harbaugh company, you can sign up. And then when we um, you know, offer new fragrances or auctions or whatever, we can let everybody know what's up with that. Wow. Yeah, kind of fun. It's kind of fun. Well, it's so exciting because, you know, I know you as an entrepreneur, obviously, from the Harbold Company, and Brent and I have had a lot of conversations about entrepreneurship and our businesses and changing and evolving and, you know, how to, how to pivot during tough times and ways to reach an audience and make your products appealing and all of that kind of stuff. So I'm super proud of Brent for doing this because, you know, I know absolutely nothing about the subject matter of men's fragrances whatsoever, but he took something that was a hobby or a passion of his and is turning it into a business. And that's how this stuff gets started. I mean, once you launch, who knows what could happen? That's so exciting. Yeah, I mean, the Harbaugh Company was created that way out of just something for fun, you know, as a hobby. And if you watch Shark Tank, you'll see that a lot of these people start out doing what they're doing as a hobby and it just turns into something else. And I guess for me, it's like I'm already out there buying uh, fragrances for myself and I'm already reselling them if you know, maybe I get it in, I don't care for it, or I find a really good deal. And, you know, I'm already doing that anyway, or was doing that on the Facebook groups. This way, I can just do it, you know, on my own website securely with, you know, we can take all credit cards, um, the people don't have to worry, you know, about if they're going to get their fragrance or not, we take PayPal, things like that. So, so yeah, wow. it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a it's going to be interesting to see how it goes. The cool thing is I've made some really nice connections in the fragrance community and I think that from word of mouth and stuff I think that you know we can get people there to the to the site. And I will say that you go look at the site and there's there's some pretty expensive stuff up there and probably to somebody that doesn't care too much, uh, you know, necessarily about fragrances, probably going to see those prices and go, "Oh my gosh, you know, this is ridiculous." Um, but if you ever do want to get into the hobby, um, and 
Jessica probably agree with me. The fragrance collecting, you can you can spend as little or you can spend as much as you want. It's a nice hobby because you can find inexpensive things that smell expensive. Right, Jessica? Oh, she must have muted herself. Um, so you don't necessarily have to spend, you know, hundreds of dollars on a fragrance to, to get something that, that smells great. Well, what you said that just kind of rang a bell for me when you first told me about this and you mentioned that there was a fragrance community, I thought there's a fragrance community. <laughs> Everybody. But, yeah, but you were telling me there's a, it's a very active community. It's huge. The fragrance, wow. uh, what is it like? A, it's like an over a billion dollar a year industry mm -hmm. and it's growing. Um, it's growing like by leaps and bounds every year. It's wow. getting huge amazing yeah. well so i already know because jessica and uh luke and brent obviously uh collect review know a lot about fragrances but Jawans, i'm curious to know do you wear one fragrance or do you switch off i switch up you do i don't wear one fragrance i'll switch up based on the season my mood where i'm going so it just depends Tell me about what some of your favorites are. Uh, I like one by uh, with, by Victor and Ralph called Spice Bomb. I like that mm -hmm. one, the spicy leather and tobacco scent. I like to wear that during the, during cold weather and everything. During summertime, I like one by Hanny Mori called H-I-M, and that's pretty good. I like one by E. Saint Laurent. It's in French. I can't speak the language so but basically it stands for man of the night and it smells oh, very it's good also lana lana we de Lome. yeah that's it <laughs> you don't yep. have to <laughs> so so okay, Juanza, yeah, that's it. yeah that lana we de Lome, you'll you'll find this interesting that was created in 2009 and if you can find an original bottle of that it's very very valuable and i actually picked up really? uh, an original bottle the other day yeah for 2009 so if you've got a 2009 bottle you need to talk to me <laughs> <laughs> i might just have one because i bought one around that time of the year and i got for dirt cheap i got it for at the time so well, i find online for dirt cheap so it smells amazing so hmm. Yeah, I'll tell you how you can tell real easy. It has a glass top and the atomizer is mm -hmm. real fat. It's like a fatter atomizer than the than the other okay. one. And, okay. And um, so it's it's kind of interesting because what Juanza said, it's you know, a lot of people don't know. And I was a little bit ignorant to this too, that you there are different fragrances that you wear for different you know seasons and and it's kind of what they recommend of course people will say you know wear what you want when you want but you know he he's right there are some that that work better in the cold and some that work better in the the warm hmm. so it's kind of cool well so then i want to ask a question of jessica and luke and brent since you guys review a lot of fragrances and you choose fragrances for other people and you go through a lot of different choices and you kind of know the landscape 
Do you find that there's something in a fragrance or a perfume, in your case, Jessica, that you gravitate towards? I know in women's fragrances, you can have a floral scent, you can have like a powder scent, you can have a gourmand. There's all these different um, scent categories in women's fragrances. So I don't know if it's the same for men's fragrances, but is there a scent category that you find yourself drawn to and why do you like it? Um, can you guys hear me okay? Yeah, go ahead, Jessica. Okay, perfect. Um, I do generally floral, fruity. I like a fresh, clean scent with a kind of a, sometimes kind of a bite. And I'll give you an example, um, like Dolce for Women by Dolce & Gabbana. And that's got papaya and amaryllis in it. And amaryllis is a flower from West Africa. And um, I like that one because it's, you just need a little, a little goes a long way. And um, I like it because you don't, you don't need much. And it just, it's so fun and flirty and fresh. Um, whereas like the gourmand can be kind of heavy. Like if you have a, a vanilla gourmand or caramel gourmand, it just depends. Hmm. Okay. What about you, Luke? What kinds of fr fragrances do you tend to gravitate towards? Generally, I'm more of a, I, I tend to gravitate usually to a citrus, so grapefruits, oranges, that kind of thing. But as the seasons slightly start to change, uh, mainly autumn and winter, it's more of the gourmand kind of spicier scents, mm -hmm. which normally I wouldn't gravitate to because they usually bring me out in a headache. But for some weird reason, during the autumn and winter, it's all I seem to want to wear for some weird reason. Well, when you think of autumn and winter, you think of, you know, cloves and cinnamon and spices and, you know, all the, all the spicy scents that we use in baking and our home decor and our candles or wax melts or whatever. So that kind of makes sense to me. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. And what about you, Brent? Do you gravitate towards a certain scent category or do you just kind of try it all? I kind of try it all. Um, the... I, I've got everything in there, you know, from aquatics, um, you know, mint fragrances to freshies to to tobaccoies. Of course, the you know I love the tobacco fragrances, uh, you know, the cherry pipe tobacco kind of fragrance or whatever that um, you know that that smells great in the in the winter and the, the colder months and so forth. And then and then of course there's the freshies. I like a fragrance that performs well. And when you, meaning that lasts, you know, seven, eight hours, that you don't have to worry about it being gone in a couple hours. And so mm -hmm. um, I'm kind of picky about that. And so I'll get something and if it only lasts a couple hours, I'll usually just, you know, sell it, um, get rid of it or whatever. Mm -hmm. I know that probably a lot of collectors just think that that's really horrible, but. I, I yeah. like that actually. I like that aspect because I do the same thing. I don't, the sillage of a perfume is important to me too. Yeah. I mean, it's like if I'm paying a hundred dollars or more for something and it lasts two hours at the most, I'm like, what's the point? You know, there's a lot of niche fragrances. There's, there's a couple, you know, there's designer and there's niche and a lot of the niche brands are, are horrible in performance and you spend mm -hmm. two, three times yeah. the money, you know? I agree. And so it's, it's <laughs> ridiculous. So Creed is one of them that's really bad about oh, yeah. that. Um, I've got a couple of oh, yeah. in there. It's pretty, very expensive. Very expensive. But Tom Ford you know, is another one. Tom Ford is another yes, I can't stand terrible. Tom Ford. I have zero Tom Fords in my collection. <laughs> He's very but, expensive, but and he, and he doesn't, 
it's it's not earned as far as I'm concerned. No, not at all. Mastery's, yeah. Mastery's Fragrance is a very gimmicky is the word I'd use. It is, yes. Yeah. It's kind of riding on his name, I think, you yeah. know, and ooh, a Tom Ford, you know. Um, there's a couple creeds that do well, you know, performance-wise. Silver Mountain Water is a really good one, but, you know, uh, but a lot of them don't. And so I'm not going to probably be one of those persons that gets into all the niche stuff super, super heavy. You know, there's some that are like, I will not touch a designer now. It's all niche, you know, and I'm like, I don't want to be one of those people, so... Um, Brent, I like the fact that you're on the technical or the business aspect of fragrances because I don't, I don't have a head for the business part of this. You seem to, and I like that about what you're doing. Um, whereas I, you know, have a passion for knowing what I like and, and then trying to really um, figure out what other people like and seeing if, hey, let's see if this works for you. Right. It's funny because I guess and everything be just because of the you know, the business I'm in with the hardball company and everything, it's like, I look at everything as a possible business opportunity. <laughs> You're the next Donald Trump. Yeah, I wish. No, no, don't put me in here. No, 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 don't. don't do no, I don't want to be hated. I won't insult you, I promise. Yes, don't insult me. Please. Sorry. Um, so, I mean, everything has its place to buy and sell. Um, you know, you're providing something that people are looking for. I look at it like I'm doing the work that a lot of people don't want to do. And that means, you know, beating the bushes, reaching out to people, trying to find stuff. And you know, a lot of people don't want to mess with it. They just say, I want this and that's it. You know, they don't want to do the extra work that, that you're I doing the legwork, doing the legwork. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. So, um, you know, I've made some pretty good, some pretty good fragrance buys and sells, you know, already in my short time. And I, I feel like I can, you know, continue to do that. So, and that's kind of another aspect of Snagafrag is that if you guys have a vintage fragrance that you want to sell or something that you think might be valuable. Now, women, please don't bombard me because I don't know enough about the women's stuff. I'll direct you to Jessica. <laughs> um, but if you're a guy, if you're, yeah, if you're a guy and you, you got something you want to sell and you just want quick cash or whatever, I mean, I, I'll be happy to listen to what you have and I'll possibly buy it from you and just make, you know, make you some, check my, I'm happy to pick fragrance. I love picking, I will pick a fragrance for you all day long. Just don't ask me to find one that's discontinued because I'm terrible at it. I can yeah. even find the ones I like that are discontinued. Right. That's, that's the, I, I like the discontinued stuff I do um, too. just because it's, you're not wearing the same thing that everyone else is wearing. Right. And, um, so it's, it's kind of fun. It's, it's like the hunt for me, you know, it's exciting the hunt and finding the, the hunt's I found fun until a, you can't find it. What's that? I said the hunt is fun until you can't find it. Right, or you find right. it for like 150 bucks on eBay. Well, but there's always going to be, there's always going to be people that have fragrances to sell. There's always going to be discontinued fragrances hiding in somebody's closet or in there, yep. you know, and it's just trying to be patient. And I have, you know, paid a lot for discontinued fragrances before, probably more than I should have. And it's just, you know, it's just part well, of it. Well, you I like guess. it, you like it though. That's yeah, point. that's right. true. Yeah. And a lot of things I do are blind buys, no pun intended, but it's like, <laughs> you know, you just, you, you can't smell it necessarily. So you just, blind by it and laura you asked earlier about where people can get fragrances for cheap but i don't mind talking about this because <laughs> they're not competing with me because i can't compete with these people but fragrance x oh, and fragrance yes. net are yeah. awesome places to get so, new 
current modern yeah go ahead just sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry no, so is the perfumespot.com and they mm -hmm. have actually made it a point to make their site accessible for people who are blind that's awesome yes yeah and so what's cool about like fragrance x and fragrance net um fragrance x is a little easier to deal with they literally will take back anything. So I have bought, and, and I'm not joking, I have bought like 10 fragrances before in one box and I've sent 10 of them back. And so- <laughs> Wow. They, that so sounds like something that's determination. Right. Don't throw this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was straight up honest with the guy and I said, hey, I said, I'm visually impaired. I can't get out and smell all these. If I buy them and I don't like them, can I just return them? He's like, sure, no problem. And they wow. once given me a hard time about it. So hmm. those two places are, you can get stuff, the current stuff cheap. You can get it, uh, you know, pretty usually fast shipping, stuff like that. So I'll. Okay. You know. So fragrance X, fragrance net.com. Is it fragrancenet.com? Yes. Perfumespot.com. The perfume spot. The perfume spot.com. And, and then, then now snagafrag. Um, snagafrag.com. Yes. <laughs> and there's another one I'd like to recommend if I may, Laura. Mm -hmm. um, it's called mountaincrafted.com. And it's actually run by a blind couple. And they create unique scents from um, like essential oils and mm -hmm. candles. And they have um, different sense and actually their slogan is it just makes good sense s-c-e-n-t-s mm -hmm. and um they will label everything in braille for you and cool. they have soaps and shampoo and and whatever you want out of that fragrance i tried to get them on uh let's go did shopping you? i did oh, try to get did. them on let's go shopping okay. and i yeah he i thought he was gonna contact laura but apparently he didn't okay so nice to get them on there. <laughs> yeah okay well, that you're, you, when you brought up the idea of scents and, um, you know, bath and body and shampoo and that sort of thing, that sort of brings me to my next round of questions about bath and body products. I mean, which among you, I know Luke uh, does a lot of reviews of, is it Lush? Yeah. Maybe we can start out the side. <laughs> Laura, Laura, real quick, do we want to take questions? Uh, yeah, we do. Okay, because we, we got do. some just, hands raised. I know. I just want to cover okay. a couple of categories. And I didn't know if we wanted to, tell, to take questions between the categories that yeah. you're covering. Yeah, absolutely. But okay. um, I just want to ask Luke, because I've sure. seen so many of your posts about Lush products and Bath and Body products. So in addition to like one of um, Jawanza's favorite or Brent's favorite men's fragrances, are there any in the Bath and Body category that you gravitate towards? Again, it's mainly citrus, but there's some that, I'll instantly sniff and go, that's really nice. And it'll be something that I wouldn't usually go for. For instance, a grassy, kind of mossy fragrance. I'm usually averted to it's something that I, I can't usually stand, uh, stand, sorry, but sometimes it's just something that picks me on the on the scent and it's mm. all I can seem to want to smell. Hmm. Yeah, okay. Well, if you've got the nose for it, that's what uh, fragrance experts are called. The people who build fragrances for design houses are called a nose, N-O-S-E, like the one on your face, because you know, they smell everything. And so if, <laughs> if, you're, if you're a nose, uh, then you know, it's kind of like, you know, Brent sort of, 
um, characterized it's similar to that of people who have a, a palate for fine wine. You know what you like, you know why you like it, you can identify various aspects of it because you've developed a palate for that flavor profile and it's the same thing with a nose and some people are just really adept at picking out different notes or you know layers and components of a fragrance so with that i will turn it over to questions if anyone has a question for any of the panelists on fragrance uh, please raise your hand you can do that by uh, hitting alt y if you're using zoom um, on a laptop or computer, or if you're using Zoom on your phone, you can just tab down to raise your hand, and we'll be happy to take your questions about fragrance. I think the cool thing that, another cool thing about fragrances is everything, it's so subjective. So, you know, you could have five people line them up, and all five people would would think that a fragrance you put in front of them smells different or mm -hmm. smells bad or smells good. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of cool that it's just, it's and, a subjective and, thing. And, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead and Brent, also this too, it also depends also of your body chemistry because something makes for differently on me than it does for Lou or for Brent. It depends on also. Oh, Great. definitely. And it does sorry. The, 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 com the composition. Go ahead, Luke. Sorry. There's actually a company that kind of built on that um, method, and it's uh, they use different. It's it's an ingredient they use in all their products, and it, it kind of adapts and changes to the scent of your own body. I can't remember. Really? I think it's called molecule something, but it's um it, it's a strange one because you can you can add five different people all straight on their on their skin, and it's not totally different from each different person because it's molded to their. Uh, their body chemistry. Wow. That's it's fun to see fragrances interpreted on different people because one person mm. may think the thing you like smells awful. And then you have another person go, oh my gosh, that smells wonderful. And it, it adapts to their body chemistry. Mm -hmm. And the performance aspect too is different on people's, you know, body body chemistry they'll some some people say oh man this lasts 12 hours on me and you might get you know three hours out of it or something that's correct yeah all right let's see jane jane's got her hand raised jane hello uh hi jane uh hey. my question is um so if we look at frequent fragrances uh they often say Stuff like uh, eau de toilette or I don't know. I'm not French and I don't so, know. So eau de toilette, no eau de perfume. You want to know the difference? Yes, please. <laughs> okay, sure. So eau de toilette tends to be a little bit weaker on, on the weaker side and it, it tends to contain more alcohol than the actual fragrance itself and less of the oil. And eau de perfume is stronger and that contains less alcohol and more of the actual fragrance that you're looking for. So basically, the step up is like this, Jane. The very bottom is called eau de cologne. So eau de cologne. So when you hear people say cologne, that's actually a formulation. Then above cologne would be the EDT or the eau de toilette. And then it would be the EDP, like Jessica said, the eau de parfum. And then it would be straight to parfum would be the highest concentration, extrait to parfum, which would be just parfum a lot of times. So. The higher up you go, normally the more expensive you go, um, usually as a rule of thumb, but also you get a stronger concentration and a better lasting performance usually. And a lot more money. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the, 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 
I think the most expensive eau de like pure perfume concentrate I've seen is probably about a million dollars. Really? Yes. Ow. It's a Donna Karen one. Yes. So would you agree, uh, Jessica, higher performance, the, the more concentration? You know, it just depends on your body. It just depends mm -hmm. on who you are. I, I mean, I've paid, I think the most I paid for, um, it was a Christian Dior, it was uh, J'adore, and I paid um, $126 for like a $300 bottle of perfume. And it, it, I mean, it overwhelmed me. It was good, but it was, I mean, it gave me a headache, so I had to um, mm -hmm. get rid of it. But it may be completely different on somebody else. And it also yeah. may be that you smell it in the bottle and it smells wonderful and you're going, oh my gosh, I must have this. And you get it on you or you, you wear it for a while and you go, oh, this is not good. Yeah, that's but you know why? But you know why though, right? Because no, the perfume, because the perfumeries, right? They actually design the colognes and perfumes and everything to smell well on paper. Because they know that most people, right. when they purchase a cologne or a perfume, whatever, they smell it on a cardboard or whatever. So most colognes are purchased to smell well on the, the, the strip you smell it on. That's why. You mean like those and little not, scented pieces of yes. cardboard they slip into Correct. Vogue magazine yes. or what? Uh huh. Well, go ahead. No, no, that, no. and also in a store, when you go to a store, they may spray it on the cardboard for you. So most mm -hmm. cologne manufacturers, they produce cologne to smell well on that paper you smell, the cardboard you smell, because most people don't. Most people buy cologne or perfume based on the cardboard they smell. They don't. They don't buy yeah, it based on how they smell themselves. Correct. Well, so what that, I do usually, my the testers what? are a different chemical composition well, than the actual product. No, 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 no. That's not true. Mm. The that's testers. Not true? The testers no, are actually more true. concentrated, and actually, they, a lot of people. What I found, for, I mean, in my experience, is that the testers are the exact same thing that you'd buy in the cologne or the eau de perfume. And they seem to be, they are just as full. They may have caps or no caps, but they're a fraction of the price. Juwanta, well, you were going to say what you do instead of the cardboard. Correct. What I do, right? I like a cologne, right? I may smoke, I might first smoke on a cardboard. So I smoke nice and everything, right? And then I might get a... I might get a sample of it and then wear it for a few days and everything and then come back to the store and like that. So, so who knows me, how it will be now with, with, with um, pandemic and everything. So, mm -hmm. Yeah, let me address, I think, okay, so I think what you guys are talking about is it's the opening, okay? So there's some different facets of, a, of when you spray out a fragrance. You have the opening, which is going to smell one way, and then you're gonna have the mid, which is going to smell another way. And then you're going to have the dry down, which smells another way. Okay. So right. what the, what the, per, what the companies do is they're hoping that you're going to walk through the store. You're going to spray it. Initially, you're going to smell the opening. It's going to smell wonderful. So it doesn't matter if you're spraying it on the cardboard or in the air, it's the opening that they want to get you with. And then they want you to buy it. And then when you get it home and you let it dry down and you find out the performance isn't great or whatever. And so it doesn't mean that the testers are more concentrated or less concentrated or anything like that. It just means that they're the opening that you're going to smell in the store. You're not going to sit there for two hours and let it dry down or an hour. You know what I mean? So that's kind of, I think what you're, talking about right you mentioned um one thing about like performance or sillage 
And one tip that I like to use when I use my fragrances or when I tell people about them is I will put um, a perfume in my hairbrush and I'll put a few sprays there and I will, that makes it last longer. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so if you're in the store and you see one of those, just take the tester, spray it on the back of your hand or spray it on your arm or something like that walk around the mall or whatever for an hour or so, then smell it and see, and you're going to get more closer to what it's going to smell like once it dries down. But it's interesting to smell how a, 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 a fragrance will actually change as it goes through its different cycles. And um, so, yeah, it's, it's kind of, kind of cool. Hmm. All right, you guys. Well, let's move on to a okay. different category since we've spent quite a bit well, we of time talking questions. about fragrance. Okay. Mm -hmm. yep. Okay, we got a 614. Yes. How are you guys doing today? Great. Who are we talking um, to? My name is Shirley. Hi, Shirley. Hi. Hi, how are you? Um, I wanted to take down, because you guys um, said them um, pretty quickly. And I was curious to take down um, two of the websites in particular. One you said was very um, accessible for the visually impaired, and the other one you said was run by blind people that did Braille things. And I also was curious if, if uh, either of these people uh, do phone orders at all, or is it all on the internet? I'm not necessarily internet savvy in terms of ordering things. So I was kind of curious about both of those questions. Uh, sure. The first one is uh, perfumespot.com, theperfumespot.com. And yes, they do phone orders. Do you need me to spell it for you, Shirley? No. Okay. But if and you then, have their phone number, I would take it. You know what? But I do not, not that's okay. but you will find it right at the top of their page. And it's very accessible. Okay, the perfumespot.com. Okay, Correct. I've got that. Correct. And then, and Mount that was the one mm -hmm. that you said is um, easily accessible. It's very accessible. In fact, it will say um, it'll it'll detect that you're using a screen reader, and it will say, you know, to to uh, enhance accessibility, press. I believe it's Alt One, but I could be mistaken. But it, it will tell you depending on what your screen reader you're using at the time. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm using a special device for the blind, so it might be a little different. Uh, now, what about the other one that you were saying was um, was run by uh, blind people, and you said that they even do Braille and stuff? Mountaincrafted.com. Okay. Mountain. Shirley, I have the yes, phone sir. number for the perfume spot if you'd like it. Perfume okay, spots. I will take it from you, sir. Just sure. a second. Uh, okay, phone. Go ahead, sir. 800-830-1878. Okay. I certainly appreciate your time and uh, appreciate everything you do, um, Brant and... Um, Thanks to all of you. Thank you very much. Thanks, Shirley. Thanks. Shirley. Thanks. Okay, okay. Let's go. To... Okay. Verlin. Hi, Verlin. 
Okay, here we go. Um, I do not have a sense of smell. Oh. My factory was messed up when I was about three years old. Oh, so, oh wow. Yep. And so um, I just wondered if you had any advice because right now I am not interested in purchasing anything because I would figure, um, you know, I'd maybe use it. And then like you say, you wait a while, a couple hours or whatever, and it's not the same as it was initially, or it's different on me than it's different on someone else. And they like it, but somebody else doesn't. Just Do you have, you have no sense of smell, you said? That's correct. Okay. Um, you, do have, you do have sense of touch, though, correct? Yes. Okay. So maybe, and I just had this thought as you were talking, and I might be way out here somewhere, but maybe um, what feels good to you what, when you touch it? What feels like it, you know, might be something you enjoy? Because you can kind of get a sense of that, too. Um, what would it be like if you got to touch it? Or, you know, what, what could you imagine? Um, like for example, you might do well with soaps or, you know, different, um, oils because you can touch, you can kind of touch them and see how they feel on your skin mm -hmm. versus how something smells because you don't have that ability. Unfortunately, um, you, you may do well with oils and lotions and soaps. Okay. So I think what she's asking for, Jessica, is a recommendation for just an all-around blue fragrance that just smells um, good that she could just use and know that sure. it smells around for everybody. Well, what about something like a vanilla? Or yeah, something? I was thinking. Yeah. So I, you, you know, I and just listening to you talk. Is it Verlin? Yes. But, okay. Just listening to you talk, I can kind of maybe think that you would like maybe a vanilla. Um, and not necessarily gourmand, but something kind of light, but a little on the honey side. So I would recommend something called Sensuous Nude by Estee Lauder for women. And I have to say, I know that eBay can be tricky sometimes, but I found some really good bargains on there. And I found a 90 bottle, um, excuse me, $90 bottle of, of uh, Estee Lauder Sensuous Nude. And it was 3.4 ounces. And that's the biggest one they sell. And I found that on there for $38. And that might work well for you because it's sort of a basic all-around fragrance. It's non-offensive. You can wear it to the office. You can wear it at home in your PJs. You know, a lot of us are doing that now. Um, and it's not going to offend anybody, but it's a really nice fragrance that will draw people to you. Okay. Excuse me. Okay. Yeah, I was Thanks. thinking of uh, when I, you know, when you mentioned touching something. I was thinking of a very delicate flower like lavender. Right. Yeah, and then lavender might be work good for you too, well for you too, and you might do well with essential oils. And that's, I don't know as much about that, but I was just, like I said, thinking of you, what, what senses you do possess and how you'd use them and maybe touch is also something you can incorporate. The soaps that I've used that I really like, um, I think it's oatmeal that's in them. I'm not sure, mm -hmm. but they have um, a little bit of a granular feel to them. Yeah, that's probably oatmeal. And another one that might do well for you is chamomile. Oh, okay. That sounds calming. Yes, yeah. it's very calming. Very I like serious. the creamy yeah. sort yes. of a feel. Yes, and um, actually sensuous nude is very creamy yet um, soft. Okay, that's nice to know. All right, thank you. You're welcome. I'll have to try that one, Jessica. That sounds really pretty. Yes. Okay, thank the, you, Verlin. 
You're the, welcome. Uh, Thank you. One thing I do want to say about eBay and understand, I'm not just saying this because I'm trying to, you know, get business or whatever. Um, but just, I, I shop a lot on eBay as well. You just have to be careful. There are a lot of fakes out there. There are a lot of fake fragrances. Jessica, you probably have come across this. Um, just be sure you buy from a seller that has a lot, a lot, a lot of positive Good feedback. feedback. Yep. Yeah. Like, I've seen I, it on Amazon too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't buy any fragrances. I don't either. Amazon. Actually, yeah. I make, I make it a point not to do that. And I wanted to make that clear. Um, I, cause I've done many, many, many many buys on Amazon fragrances that I know very well just to test every single time without fail. I've gotten a fake. Yeah, and you can tell I, because the notes a little off or there's more alcohol and I always say it's more fun to drink than wear. Yeah. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> if you want to put it in martini glass, you probably don't want to wear it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't buy anything from Amazon because um, they're, I don't know. It just seems like you're a little more protected with eBay. Um, right. You've got the feedback system that you can mm -hmm. look at. And just make sure that, you know, if you're going to buy something off of eBay, I would say over a thousand. Um, I know that's being a little hopeful, but I buy from guys that have 20,000 and 30,000 and 40,000. So just make sure a thousand or more usually um, and make sure it's a hundred percent. And if you're doing blind buys, especially that's, yeah, don't I mean, do blind do buys those, off eBay. Yeah. Yeah. Cause you're gonna if, to. You're going to have to try to return it and you really, it's not fair to say to them, well, oh, this is not, you know, this is not what it was represented because you just didn't like it. You know, if it's fake, that's, that's one thing to say, Hey, this is, you know, I want to return this. But a lot of times on eBay, you can't really return stuff just because it doesn't, you don't like it. You know. And if you go on eBay real quick, if you go on eBay and it says, um, you'll see, you'll see a thing that says sponsored link. Um, a lot of those I have found are actual links to authentic websites, you know, that actually sell authentic fragrances. They just happen to offshoot off eBay too. Okay, well that was a good place to stop the conversation for now. Although, we invite you to join us again for the next episode of Saturday Night Style, which you will probably hear coming up over the next couple of weeks as we edit and put together our conversation on a number of different topics to include accessories, how to shop, best buys and great deals, current styles and trends. In the meantime, stay safe out there. You're listening to the Fashionability Channel podcast, your guide to accessible style. Finally, style within reach of everyone. Follow us on Twitter at Inclusive Style or on Facebook at facebook.com slash fashionability. Write to us at fashionabilitychannel at gmail.com. Download the Fashionability Channel podcast from iTunes, Blueberry, Google Play, or from fashionabilitychannel.com. Thanks for listening.